feel like a, an idiot if you're no, a big tough never feel like an idiot. if you're a big tough guy this morning but you really love to voice your displeasure for his music choices he stumbled on an issue that I did not think would generate this much passion and discussion it's time for Jake's questionable song of the day on early break on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com Song of the Day, Real World by Matchbox 20 from 1996. 464-56851 is bad. 10 is good. Texture rating on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers. Song of the Day. Once again, your song of the day, Real World by Matchbox 20, 464-5685. One is bad, 10 is good. Texture rating on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers song of the day. How could that song be almost 30 years old? 27 years old. Yeah, how is that possible? Wouldn't have guessed that. No. Time has flown. Okay. Great job by you, Jake. Thanks, nope. Thanks, Bill. Nope. Ooh, yeah. Nope. Yesterday, you had the nope. high score. Bill had the low score. We'll see Turn today. the channel. That, that one's you don't turn the channel. Yep. Turn the channel on oh, that Oh, no one. way you turn the channel on that. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. What's your rating, Sim? Uh, it's a song is very forgettable. Um, still play the radio. M- m- 27 yeah. years and later. Yeah, it's, it's still here. Yeah. It's, it's still here. very yeah. sugar pop. I mean, very poppy. Um, and not even really that good of sugar pop, you know? Um, not all that imaginative by you or Matchbox 20. <laughs> Um, creativity low. I mean, just it's just background noise. That's all that song is. It's a two. Wow, that's a two, Jake. That's a two. I'm turning it. Yeah, you. I just okay. Yesterday you gave uh, Firefall a nine point two. Yeah. Bill gave it a three. Today you're giving yeah, Real World a two. Where is Bill's rating today? Solid six eight. See <laughs> six eight. Yeah, I like. Would it. you flip I, the channel for me? Absolutely for, not. Absolutely not. Close. It, it, there's just a, it's, it's an era thing. You kind of know, guy. Like, yep. I remember it, mm-hmm. where I was at in my career, whatever. It just all it all lines up. Yeah, absolutely. Where, where are you at? Ninety six. Uh, Ninety six, right there, Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona. Northern Arizona. The Fighting Lumberjacks, one of the mm. most incredible places. Flagstaff, Arizona, is unreal. Pretty excited when I first moved to Arizona. Like this is nice. As at Wisconsin, I'm out of the weather. No, nope. snows it nope. No, nope. it snows like it. it, it yeah, it's seven thousand feet. You're like this. How is this yeah. Arizona? Does it get cold? Well, it snows, so that would be the first clue. That that's clue it... number one. Clue number one was that it snows it and they have a ski resort there. Stop it. So that, it... and seven thousand feet. Generally, uh, tell me the place at seven thousand feet that's super warm. Yeah. I'd like to know that place. Does it stay cold? You know, it's at, yes, it does. 
It does. And the nice, but it is it is gorgeous. It's like, like a mini Aspen. Also, what was cool about cold. Flagstaff was you had to drive through Flagstaff, a uh, small town, but you had to drive through it to get to the Grand Canyon. Oh, so there was like okay. five or six five-star nice. hotels. Ooh. Right there. And then Route 66 comes right through there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a lot of cool things about he it. He just so. asked if it gets cold. When we just said it was hey, stop. No, I, I mean, just said, I go, I go, Arizona, I go come on. and I just got to say it, I moved from Wisconsin thinking I was going to get some, but then all of a sudden it hit me that, no, there's a ski resort there. Yeah. It's, not, it's not sustained Snow. cold, though, right? Yeah, it's 7,000 feet. So it's it's like you're in, it's, yeah, it's, so at night in, in July, it's going to be in the 50s yeah. and 40s. It's cold. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be in the 40s. Yeah, okay. Um, how's the text line? It's vi- it's uh, it's busy today. Yeah. And it, it liked that song, by the way. Did it? it? It's more with me and Bill and not Thank you. with you on the song. Ratings, 10, 6.9, 7.3, 8.9, 9, 8.9, 7 from Harper's Dad. Uh, Doug and Lincoln a six, John a five, seven point five, nine, nine, eight, eight. These are all high. No one's giving it a two. You're on your own. You're on your own island for that. Surprises pick. me. Surprises me. I mean, people like Matchbox Twenty. Oh yeah, God, they do. Oh God. Yeah, I'd go see them. I I did see them a couple years ago. Where are they at? They were at the Mid America Center up in the Council Bluffs. Oh, that'd have been have been awesome. They were great. Yeah, just like was, seeing Mick Jagger. I mean, it'd be very close to that. I'm not trying to make comparisons yeah, to Mick Jagger that, to Matchbox yeah. Twenty, but yeah. they both have a spot. Yeah, that's like, was like, hey, Matchbox Twenty or Willie Nelson? Oh, if I Matchbox Twenty, no, no, Willie's no. better. Yeah. No, we get that. Yeah, so, yeah. But, I'm not trying to put them on the stay same pedestals stay, here. Stay in the moment. I'm in the moment. Yeah. He always goes for what's what's way, way better. better. Oh, what's Matchbox Twenty or yeah, Elvis? Jimi oh Hendrix. Yeah. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. All right. It's, I just I don't, I'm surprised by the love for Matchbox Twenty. Why? They were a staple of the '90s and the yeah. 2000s. It's called nostalgia here. People like that. Okay. Now it's time for the mailbag. <laughs> do we have a mailbag? A we, real mailbag? We, ha- we do have a real mail. Flash it. Oh, yeah, right yeah. here. Check this out. This is from our good friend Greg, who has dropped by many things, donuts. All Thank sorts you, of food, gifts for us, and an actual mailbag. So let's get to that right now. All right, let's go. The mailbag, of Lock course, in. is sponsored by Sean Erickson of Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial. To plan for your future and learn about member benefits, get to know Sean Erickson today at 402-483-6515. Start the conversation. Modern Woodman Fraternal Financial, your sponsor of the mailbag. All right, let's open up the mailbag here. Wow. we got other ones besides There's this. There's actually mail in the mailbag. That's, That's why awesome. it's dropped off in the morning. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. Look at Greg that. says this. Um, anybody that has competed in any discipline has lost. Yeah, lost. And most times you learn more from those losses than victories. Please detail your greatest sporting loss that you learned the most from. Oh, Bill, go ahead on that. I'll have to think about I'll it. I'll have to think on it, too. So, Jake, go ahead. Jeez. Um, is it like the one I played in? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell yeah. you this. Uh, state golf, junior year, yeah. I was probably trending toward being fifth. Uh-huh. And then I, I had a terrible back nine and missed placing by, by – I was like 16th. They placed top 15 in golf. Mm-hmm. And I missed it by one stroke. And it's because I was an idiot and didn't eat because I was being stu- stupid. You got to make sure you nourish yourself during the round. That's how I learned. Yeah, it's that's, that's, a little different. It's a good learning experience. I mean, I don't know. I mean, the the the, the low one of the low moments. I mean, I don't know if people want to hear too much about us going back to our glory days. But I played Legion baseball. I played second base. The, the question's we're in, here. We're That's in Fremont. We're in Fremont, Nebraska. I was a second baseman. Bases loaded. 
Uh, Fremont had the bases loaded, ground ball to me, routine ground ball, air mailed to throw to the first baseman, um, lost the game. I mean, we, we were, I don't know, I think two runs scored, bottom of the ninth. It was devastating. And I just, I don't know, what did I, what did I take? I mean, it was devastating. It doesn't sound devastating to you, but it was, think about it. I mean, it was a routine ground ball, air mailed to throw. Mm. Um, and it did, like it. It, I locked in a little harder on everything after that, you know, um, and especially my throws. <laughs> that was that's, that's as good as I can do. I do remember it vividly, though. It was a horrible it was a horrible afternoon. Probably preparation. Northern Arizona, we're playing Montana. They're number one in, in the Ooh, country. Grizzlies. And uh, places, uh, so we're in the in the Sky Dome. Places sold out. There, there's there was a walkway around it. This is in Montana or your place? This, this is in this is in Sky Dome. This is so we're in Flagstaff, Arizona. Okay, Flagstaff. yes. Yeah, Montana does not have a dome. Okay, they play, so, outside. play outside. And and so the place was nuts. I mean, it was, the the atmosphere would have been as loud as as uh, LSU Jersey Stadium. Mike's. It'd be just wow. crazy. And we score to to we could either tie the game. Which we're going to do like that with about a minute and a half to go, and our plan was to go uh, to run a fake if they gave us the look that was there. A fake what? Fake extra point. Oh, they, they gave us okay. an unbelievable look for it, and they gave us the look, and everyone ran the fake, but the holder didn't run the fake. He ended up putting the ball down, and we ended up making the kick, which is nuts ah. because we're running the fake as yeah. the ball gets kicked. Yeah, and it was uh, that is nice. It was Ricky Pearsall came off the field. He just said he was too tired because he had just was on the field as a, as the as a wide receiver. He was the and holder. We, yeah, it was a walk in, so that would have put us up by one. So we end up so we end up losing the game uh, off that. So the preparation would be we obviously didn't do a good enough job of like this is on to make sure we don't. But everyone, ten of the eleven got it. Ricky Ricky said I'm too tired. Too tired to do mm. the. The fake. Would he would he have had to run Good. the ball? No, no, he's had it was a shovel pass. All he had to do was shovel, shovel it. What like was that, the response yes. for you guys yeah. after he said that? You say you're a, too tired to throw a shovel pass? It, that's that's what was re, re, was relayed to me from I was in the press box oh, okay. from, from down below. So if that I, I may want to step back on that, but that's what I was told. But I didn't actually hear that come from. That would have lost. But the my point head. would have been, how well prepared were we? Did we had was it was it so thorough with them to be able to make that yeah. play at that time? That's probably one of those things to happen. That's fascinating. Yeah. That's football. Yeah. That's so, football. And we That's, had it. It was wide open. Mike, yeah. Michael in Carolina, mailbag, says, if you could replace <clears throat> Memorial Stadium with another Big Ten stadium, which one would it be? Or is there one outside of the Big Ten you would replace it with? Oh, it's, ah, this is a tough one. Now, think about this. If I if you could replace Memorial Stadium with another, I'd, it would be smaller. You know, I'd go smaller. I always feel like Minnesota is a very handsome it venue. Is a good stadium. Handsome yep. venue. I mean, it's it's handsome. Very. Yeah, yeah. I I pro. That's the one that comes to mind. Newer, you know, the right size. Maybe you want to expand it a little bit if you're in Nebraska. I don't know what Minnesota seats. It can't be over much over sixty. Um, so maybe a little more seating. But that's the one. That's the one. If you went larger in the conference. I'd go larger. I'd go Penn State. Penn State jumps out. It, it's Penn State is much more deafening and much more Ooh. interesting and powerful than, uh, uh, than the Big House or the Shoe. Yeah, both of those are. Yeah, they're they're, they're not. They're, you never come out of there going like, "How do we play in that place?" That was a Thunderdome. No, it's not. No, you never once think that. At Penn Michigan. State though. 
Penn State, you do. Yeah. yeah. Penn, Penn State, if, if it's one of those games, same like that. It's just kind of what Tiger Stadium is at LSU. We get one of those games, it's it's unreal. And Penn State has the ability to be unreal. Hey, I will tell you this about Penn State in two thousand two was the whiteout game oh, that yeah. Larry Johnson ran wild. To seven it was a warm kind of night there. It was windy and very ominous, and it felt like hell on earth. I mean, it, well, got that's a rough too. place. That's yeah. a rough place. Jake, I will tell you that is a rough hard place to get, everything for about a visiting team. You, hard hate, to get you hate to. going to Penn State. We've heard that It's hard before. to get to. Everything about it is. And then when you get there, it's real. It's real. Yeah. The, the fans are not – now, Bill, you can take issue with this, but I'm going to say it. They're not friendly. It's not a friendly place if you're an mm-hmm. opponent. No. It's not I think, friendly. I think you kind of like that, wouldn't you? If you're like, they'd be like, "Hey, our fans are not so friendly." All right, double yeah. birds. Yeah, double, double birds. birds. Just like I Rutgers want, last yeah. night. Yeah, I don't want people getting stuff thrown at or anything like that. No, but I was. It's kind yeah. of it's kind of fun to go into a place. Missouri and Penn State are the places I always thought had a real hard edge. Missouri's got a hard edge when yeah. they're when, yeah. when, when when that's rolling. Yeah. yeah, that's a tough place. Hard edge. That yeah. is the mailbag sponsored by Modern Woodman and Fraternal Financial. We are way late. Top of the hour next. Right. An early break in the ticket.